We owe 50% of the oxygen we breathe to oceans. But in order for them to continue producing this oxygen, we have to make sure they remain healthy. Greenpeace takes you on board the Esperanza as part of the Protect the Oceans campaign. This is episode two, tree log or sperm whale. Eight degree, 05 north, 052 degree, 38 west. My name is Hambum Ryu. I'm from South Korea and I'm second mate on board who is in charge of the whole navigation. I'm doing same work with your car's GPS, but humanoid version. This is stage number two. Then now we are searching some mammals and animals around the, this area. A dorsal fin. Birds flying. Polystyrene. Fifty dolphins. There's something floating there. I don't know what it is. Is that a tree log or a sperm whale? My name is Guylain de Remus, and I am a marine biologist at the Pelagis Laboratory, which is part of the CNRS. I originally worked as a lumberjack, not your typical career. Hello, my name is Olivier Van Canet, and I'm a marine biologist at the Pelagis Laboratory, which focuses on the study of marine megafauna. Now, the marine megafauna consists of all the species that can be observed from above the surface of the water. So we're studying birds, cetaceans, large fish, but also waste and illegal fishing. We are following an observation map that stretches across the continental slope, where depths rapidly drop from 100 meters to more than 2,000 meters. This kind of underwater landscape is generally ripe with prey and predators such as whales and birds. Our observation protocol is very simple. When animals are spotted by an observer, we record their position in relation to the boat and count how many they are. Et on va relever l'espèce, savoir si c'est des thons, si c'est euh, des dauphins, si c'est des, des oiseaux. Et vos conditions sont bonnes des deux côtés Est-ce que vous avez de l'éblouissement On n'a rien pendant une heure en observation, puis d'un coup on commence à voir un nuage. Sometimes you don't see anything for hours. And suddenly you see a bird, then a whole flock diving in all directions, fish jumping, dolphins swirling around them. It's magical to see. 
It makes you want to stay there for hours. And you realize how alive oceans are, even today. As scientists, we are just passers-by and we're here to collect as much data as possible so everyone can carry on being amazed by this spectacle. Birds flying. Polystyrene. My name is Till. I'm uh, I'm a radio operator on board the Greenpeace ships. I think the first moment that comes into my mind in terms of my work with Greenpeace was on my first contract where we were in the Mediterranean looking for pilot whales. We found a really big group of them and they they were really interested in us and came very close like you could touch them. We didn't touch them but we could have like they were only a handful away and they were singing for us and it was very yeah very inspiring very powerful moment a very special memory i have about uh, animals i've seen in the ship is in 2015 i was here in the Grimms esperanza uh, working as a volunteer and i heard like the super weird sound of bubbles so I went out to look uh, in the sea and there was this sea lion and the sea lion was just like chilling, sunbathing and rolling, it was like rolling on itself, just like playing and chilling right next to the ship. I began to think like this is where this animal lives, it's relaxing, it's having fun and I feel like I can do something to protect this animal and actually that is when I stopped eating meat because of that because then I went to eat and I was like there's no way I can eat <laughs> no I it just gave me for me it made a super powerful connection and I feel it gave me this uh, this motivation inspiration to to keep doing what we do my name is Jacqueline and I work as a deckhand on board the Greenpeace Esperanza probably on the way to Congo. We were just on this side and, um, and I remember uh, someone left the, the door open here and I was walking and I said, oh damn it, someone left the door open. I was going to close and then I had been uh, submerged by a uh, blue light. I said, wow, what's this? And I came here, just uh, just just in this point, 
and uh, we were crossing an area of bioluminescence uh, so bright I never see it in my life it was just crazy usually we are used to see bioluminescence it's, uh, it's pretty common it's uh, plankton that uh, disturb the release, uh, release light it was so bright it was light in the side of the ship but was not just that all the, the marine life below was uh, making light strikes behind. It was crazy. You could see small fishes uh, being chased by, by a bigger trail. Eventually, we, we spent so much time that it was about uh, 1.30 in the night, which uh, for a seafarer is super late. We were just uh, mesmerized uh, by this display. It was absolutely crazy. My name is Alessandro Montanari, I'm a deckhand uh, on uh, Esperanza. This podcast is made possible by Greenpeace France and directed by Antoine Bertin. Voices by Lambert Wilson, Han Boumrouillou, second mate, Guilain Doremus, marine biologist at CNRS, Olivier Van Canet, marine biologist at CNRS, Renato Rinaldi, marine biologist Evasion Tropical Association, Amandine Bordin, Scientific Observer, GEPOG, Margot Van Hoek, Scientific Observer, GEPOG, Till Sign Sticker, Radio Operator, Jacqueline Zamora, Deckhand, and Alessandro Montanari, Deckhand. Music by Alessandro Montanari and Renato Rinaldi, recorded on board the Esperanza. If you like this podcast, do not hesitate to let Greenpeace know by leaving us a comment and a good rating wherever you find your podcast. Your support is key for protecting the oceans. In the next episode, we will take you behind the scenes on board the Esperanza. Well,